Hi, it's Watercolor with Wendy again. And I would like to talk about activating the right brain, which is your art brain. It's the biggest hurdle that new painters have to overcome. So I talk about it a great deal. At first, it's just a concept, an intellectual concept, that there's a left and right brain way of looking at the world. And it's simplifying the actual brain chemistry and so on. But it helps us to see uh, where we need to go in our thinking in order to have a free flow of creativity into our art practices. So, of course, um, in this culture, this uh, Western culture, we are very left brain oriented and we value the accomplishments of the left brain far more than those of the right brain. So we are all pretty much raised that way. There are some exceptions, but left brain means that we get places on time, that we finish our homework, that we get a good job, that we um, follow rules, and so on and so on and so on. And if you do that, you're a pretty successful citizen, and you can make money, and you can um, have people trust you, and uh, you're pretty much uh, a citizen that is successful in our culture. Unfortunately, it is the opposite of what the right brain is capable of. And so that is one reason why we kind of look uh, askance at the artistic way of thinking. In a way, we, we, um, we're kind of afraid of artists and also um, mock them a little bit, but envy them too as if they are different from us, like a, uh, the way a musician lives differently. And many visual artists, too, hang out in their enclaves and communicate mostly with each other because that's the world that they live in. And it's hard for them to keep jumping back and forth between the left and the right brain world. And maybe they forget to pay their rent and things like that. Well, that's what happens when you're in your right brain. So it's very, very intimidating and scary. And um, most people have trouble coming to terms with it. However, uh, that is what you need to overcome in order to get that free-flowing creativity to work through you and, your, and then manifest in your materials, whatever they might be. So uh, what are the uh, number of ways that I've tried to encourage people besides explaining left and right brain and when the conditions of the left and right brain? And one condition of the right brain uh, is that you lose track of time, which everybody does at times where you go, oh, an hour went by or you know, a day went by and I don't know what happened. It's sort of a daydream state. And so we, we uh, resist that because, oh, we didn't get much done today because I was off in my own little world, and as if that were a bad thing. And that isn't a bad thing when it comes to art. So how do we uh, keep ourselves from ricocheting back and forth? Because you get into the right brain, you go, oh no, I lost track of time. <laughs> well, there are, there are ways to do it, and one of them is to allow a set amount of time, and even might even want to set a timer, uh, what I, the way I do it is I get all my work done that I have to clean the house or pay bills and things, and then whatever time is left in the day and of my energy, then I just can free flow with the creativity and not worry about time and just wait for you know, the, the sun to go down or I get tired or 
um, to get hungry or something. Although sometimes you can override that when you're really on a, on a roll with your art. So here are some other ways that you can uh, hold on to the right brain way of thinking so that you can um, activate your, your senses towards the artistic way of thinking rather than the logical or right brain, uh, left brain way of thinking. Uh, so you can use these triggers and tricks that might help you. So one is allowing a certain amount of times and getting rid of distractions that will constantly keep you uh, going back like a telephone. So you can turn off your ringer on your phone and you can close the doors and you can certainly turn off the radio and TV, although some people find that it aids the right brain to have noise in the background. That has to do with your your personal brain style. Sometimes you, you turn on some music and the music does disappear after a while, but it might get you going. And then you find your materials. And the other key way of uh, keeping in that right brain positive play state of mind, art state of mind, is to very carefully set expectations that are reasonable for the amount of time. So the left brain will love to give you a big assignment saying, well, you've got two hours and I want you to complete a painting by the end of those two hours, because it's very concerned with product. And at the end of that time, they want to say, look back and go, there, I accomplished something. There's a painting but not, might not be a very good painting. That's the problem. So <laughs> instead, you could have a much smaller uh, expectation and keep it very, very simple. So maybe you will just say, well, I'm just going to look at a leaf for 20 minutes, a beautiful leaf. Maybe it's the fall. And then I'll, I'll spend, uh, set the timer for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, just looking at that leaf and see what you can discover in that leaf. Now, that might just be enough for one day. Because the key to being a visual artist is to open up your sight, your eyes, and to see more. So one of the ways you might do that is to uh, say, well, let's see how many colors I can find in this leaf, a little adventure. And then at some point, if you do this kind of thing uh, from that point of view of I'm just going to look for colors, you you will just sort of spontaneously pick up that brush and try to make some of those colors. So that is one way to do it. And nature is number one on my list for getting me into the right brain. So going for a walk, you know, feeling the breeze, um, taking time to just uh, look at the world. It doesn't have to be nature, but nature is great for bringing you into that right brain state of mind. And then um, meditation, which is another form of enjoying nature, can also slow down your brain waves and get you into the right brain state of mind. Being with children is my other big one, because children are mostly in their right brain. So I don't mean be with children and have some sort of project you can try to get through or, you know, agenda for the children, but to be with children in their own state of play. And that'll get you going. I'm lucky to have some grandchildren where I can play with them and just wait for them to set the agenda, which is often free floating and sort of uh, loose. Okay, let's let's go make a butterfly. Oh no, let let's no let's go over here and and um, you know build a, a castle out of these rocks. You know, they just jump from one thing to another at will, and that's play. But you may have heard that 
play is actually children's work. And that's true of artists too. So when you're play, when you're in that, that free state of mind, um, you, you will uh, be doing your artist work. So nature, setting a reasonable agenda for what can be accomplished, not even looking back, not looking at what you made and making a judgment, because the judgment part of your brain is your left brain. It's, it's evaluating. And so if you're aware of it, sometimes you can avoid it. So you can just try to eliminate a few words from your mind. And one of them would be good and one would be bad. Like, oh, this, what I'm doing is good, or I'm not a, not, I'm a bad artist. Um, and another one would be, oh, I don't like this, or I do like this. The interesting thing about liking what's coming across on the page is often the like part of your mind is based in the past and, and what you think it should look like. But the exploratory part of making art is that you're not going to know. You're not going to know what you're making. You're not going to recognize, rather, because it's going to be something unique and new. So you put down some colors and you go, that, oh, that's not what I wanted. You have to calm down and say, what is it? Oh, this is happening. And then you cooperate with the materials to guide where you're trying to go rather than uh, you know, just trying to make a, a specific task come out exactly the way you plan. So I, I would say, if you can, eliminate the words like and dislike, good and bad, from your mind. Especially try not to say it. I don't even really allow it in class. I don't allow people to say, or I try to correct them, don't say good or bad, like or dislike. You're not a consumer, you're a participant in the art process. So I'm hoping that some of you will have the courage to uh, commit to a certain time period where you try some of these things out. One last thing, for some reason, I find that when I'm really tired, it's easier to be in my right brain. The left brain kind of, you know, it wants to go off duty. And sometimes you can just get into the right frame of mind for art when you're a little tired. So that's it for today.